Are gangbangers ruining the motorcycle club scene? Coming up. It's interesting. I did a poll the other day on the community section of the YouTube channel. And by the way, I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff in that community tab, getting you guys thinking, stuff like that. And the poll had to do with a drive-by shooting that happened on the East Coast where two guys in a club got shot off their bikes. And I asked everybody, is it still a club or is it a gang when drive-by shootings are employed to settle beefs? The overwhelming response was it was a gang and not a club. That kind of thinking right there is what the general public has when they hear things like this. Just like the stuff that went down in Missouri at the Ozarks. The cops, the mayor, everybody's coming out saying it was gang-related this, gang-related that. I don't know what's so hard for everybody to understand. When it comes to this kind of stuff, it makes clubs look stupid in the public eye. And it makes it to where they get on the phone with the reps and want something done. Look at all the movement across the country nowadays. You see it. People are getting fed up with this type of stuff. Gangbangers. Have they ruined the club scene? There used to be a time when there was a line where, yeah, clubs dealt with bangers, but they never allowed them in their ranks. Sure, there was nasty business throughout club history, but not as much as there is today. And you gotta wonder, why are clubs actively recruiting gangbangers? It can't be for anything other than to move on everybody else. And vice versa. When does a club cease to be a club and turn into a gang? A lot of people have that question. Very interesting subject to explore. Being in a club used to be about riding with the guys, having some beers, partying. Sure, again, there was issues with where everybody was going. And there's always going to be that issues. But it was settled between bikers. Now, you got clubs filled with bangers. Come on, you didn't... You just see some, you know, their pants hanging down half their ass. Not traditionally what you would see club members uh, dress like. When you bring in the gangbangers, that's when you bring in another level of violence. It's not about brotherhood to them. What it's about is making money off the club's name, doing what they have to do to get respect in their eyes, 
So how is that benefiting the club? What it's doing is turning civilians, it's turning independent bikers against that club because no matter how you push it, no matter how you try to spin it, people are not dumb. People are not dumb. We've been pushing clubs aren't gangs forever. But drive-by shootings? Shootings when uh, it could have been settled with a fist fight? Resorts popping off at them now? It's kind of messed up. And the ones I really feel sorry for, it's not the clubs. They brought it on themselves. The ones I feel sorry for are the MROs, huh? NCOM, COC. Because these clubs that engage in this type of stuff do nothing but make it harder on them people to try to sell biker rights. Clubs are always screaming about their constitutional rights. They're screaming about, hey, how law enforcement's all over them. And I still believe that it's certain members of the club that does this kind of stuff. But when is it time for the club to police itself and say, hey, this ain't what we're about. We don't need this kind of stuff in the press. We don't need this ending up on Insane Throttle. There's other ways of handling this out of the public eye and away from the newspapers. There's shootings. There's fire bombings now. That's going to end up in the public eye and the MROs and the ones that are trying to fight for profiling aren't going to get anywhere because the representatives are just going to point to an incident that just happened. And a lot of these incidences are happening all over the country right now. So how do you think you're going to get a profiling resolution through the United States Congress when them people, as though ignorant as they are, they're not freaking idiots? They're going to say, hey, look at this, look at that, look at that. I'm not putting my name behind that. And then it comes back to no club color policies. Well, what do you think a bar owner is going to do when... You have clubs going at it at other establishments right down the road from them. That has nothing to do with your constitutional rights at that point. It has to do with the business owner saying, you know what, I don't want this here. I get it, the supporters are going to be all up in arms. You know, it's always the freaking supporters, man, that want to run their little mouths about stuff they have no idea about. Well, they're not gangs, they're clubs. Okay, in an intelligent conversation, do you think a club that does a drive-by shooting is a club or a gang? Does gangs do the drive-bys or do clubs operate that way? That's a very simple question. But I do find it kind of humorous 
when people get all agitated, all upset, because a bar hangs a no color sign. But do they step back and look at their point of view? Meaning, if there was a shooting two weeks beforehand and another bar, why would they want it in their establishment? See, you have clubs that pass in town, they sit there, they have a beer, and they'll leave. Well, that bar is still there, and that bar owner, that's his livelihood. You just pass through. So to get offended at something like that has always amazed me. But swinging back to organizations like NCOM, COC, and all that, they really do work hard for your rights. So how is it helping them when there's all kinds of crap in the news? It's a new day, I get it. I really do. But why has it gone from loving this lifestyle, being a biker, to having gang members come in? Into your club. Used to be clubs did want everything out of the news. But with the bangers and all that stuff, it's like happening all over the country. And the clubs that include them are like proud of it. Well, I thought it was about brotherhood and motorcycles. That's what originally got the general public behind clubs. It wasn't the shootings. It wasn't you're at a gas station and you start beating a guy with a freaking hammer or baseball bat. That stuff's caught on video all over now. The one incident in Ozarks, that was caught on video as it was happening. And you know what? You actually had people, this is how hard up some supporters really are. Say, oh, that's fireworks, that was fireworks. Don't even look at the evidence and say it's fireworks when it's right there playing day, dude shooting. You cannot make things better until you acknowledge what's wrong. I have always said that it's not cookies and ice cream within the scene. I've always said it's almost impossible for any of these clubs to get along. And I think that rings true now as it did when I used to say it. Because when you get gangbangers involved, it's a never-ending thing. Would it be nice if these clubs got together? Yes, it would. But it ain't going to happen. Because they got this type of stuff coming into your organizations. I actually told somebody I was losing faith in NCOM and the COCs. Why? Because this kind of stuff keeps happening. 
There are a lot of hard-working people in those organizations. But people do lose faith in them because it's like, damn, man, uh, don't you tell these member clubs and this stuff? What the hell? And that's the reason why I think you're seeing a lot of pop-up clubs is because they don't want to be a part of that. They want it to be a traditional club where they're riding, where they're partying, and not into all that nonsense. But the supporters, the majors, and all that type of stuff, once they label them a pop-up club, next thing you know, you got their supporters all over the internet bashing them. Why? Yes, I believe in tradition. I believe in protocol. But on the other hand, I kind of understand. See, I'm looking at both sides here. Why would you want to join a club if all there is is BS? You're chasing one club to the next bar. When that wasn't what it was supposed to be about. I hear a lot of people say, what's your club have that all these others don't? Well, a good comeback would be, well, your supporter clubs are going to go and help you whenever you need it. If you're going after this one club, they're going to be involved in that. They're going to go bar to bar with you to check out this other club. So what they have different is they just want to ride. They just want to party. They just want to do things the way it used to be done. And the reason I think that this episode is being talked about is because I couldn't believe drive-bys are now being employed. This is biker stuff. This ain't gang-banging crap. Regardless of what you think of one club or the other, drive-by shootings, that does nothing. Absolutely nothing to help with the fight for biker rights. Now at this point, all bikers are getting thrown in the mix. Because their rights are being affected too. But I really do feel for the MROs, NCOM, and COC. Because no matter what, the beast between clubs is always going to happen, and it's always going to make their job harder to try to sell clubs aren't gangs. They're hitting it hardcore down in the Ozarks right now. They are going off motorcycle gang this, that. You got Steve Cook coming back into the picture. Walked right into that the Midwest Gang Association's crap. Always seems like, you know, we put our foot in our mouths. And it becomes hard to defend that kind of stuff. I love trying to defend club stuff. But at the same time, I'm not ignorant to see what the hell's going on. There does need some positive change that has to happen because you're just walking yourself right into a wall, if you ask me. 
And next time you look over and say, well, that's a pop-up club, remember this. They're probably actually doing it right. Hanging out and chilling. They're not out there causing the beefs. They're not out there chasing. They're doing what it was originally supposed to be about. Think about that. And think about bringing gangbangers into your club. Now, if it's reputation you're looking for, go ahead and do it. But if you want to get the respect and the help of the entire biker community as a whole, think about it twice. Why do you think there's so many bikers that support law enforcement now? It was never like that. Never ever like that. But it's like that now because they're sick and tired of all the crap like drive-by shootings happening. They can't support it. And they probably never will. Just my uh, thoughts on that. I got the other channel up and going. It's James Hollywood Machikari. You can find links all over the place for it. Every Thursday, I'm putting out a new video. I'm out of the studio talking about all kinds of cool stuff. Make sure you get over there to subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and like this video and this channel. Hit the notification bell. I'm going over right now to uh, the Hollywood and China Dow show on WMMRDB. You to download the Insane Throttle radio app from the Google Play Store. You to listen to the show on InsaneVoltage.com or go right to our Discord server. I'm Audi. Leave your comments, your thoughts in uh, the comment section. I'll talk to you guys later.